Having a goal is a great thing, and I want you to have one. But without some systems or routines in place to create the space for you to work on it, you may never get to the finish line you were hoping for. I remember back to early motherhood when I first began really dreaming again and creating goals around those dreams. Well, I always felt so disorganized, and all I wanted was to find a way to change that so that I could find time to do something for myself and focus on a goal that could make an impact. I knew I had just as much time as everyone else, but I had a hard time creating systems or routines that could help me accomplish this. Over the years, I've figured out a few things and really dedicated myself to understanding how to create systems that work for the busy motherhood season I'm in. And now I really want to share them with you. What do these systems look like? What are the top three I recommend having and how do you set something like this up? Well, stick around because that's where we're going today. Hey mama, welcome to Red Hot Mindset. Do you want to find yourself again outside of motherhood and clarify your God-given goals? Do you find yourself up late at night wondering how to find simple systems to keep you on track? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel guilty prioritizing your interests over others' needs? Hey, I'm Gabe. I too was a busy working mom who lost herself to motherhood. I sacrificed my own dreams to take care of my kids. I was pulled in a thousand directions with too many to-dos piling up. I desperately wanted to find a way to create simple systems so I could create a work-life balance and be present for my family. I wished I could enjoy interests of my own outside of motherhood, but I kept telling myself I didn't have what it takes, others would judge me, and that me time was selfish. Until I found out a little secret. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. Yours do too. In this podcast, you will discover how to clarify your goals, how to plan with purpose, and how to ditch your distractions and simplify your home so you can find yourself again and turn your passions into purpose. In order to have a red-hot mindset, we need to be willing to step into the fire of refinement so God can mold us into women ready to crush our goals His way. I've learned to use my interest in running to enhance my productivity and spiritual growth. I believe that life is one massive marathon, and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Lace up those running shoes and step into the fire with me because I know you will come out stronger. Hey friend, welcome to Goal Driven Mom. It is so good to have you here. It is Friday, Friday, and I'm excited to be talking about the three systems or routines that I recommend you start so that you can go after that goal and get to that finish line. That's one thing, like when I start marathon training, I always think about that finish line. But I also think about the training that it's going to take, right? I don't just go run the race and hit the finish. There's training involved. And with the training needs to be a plan or a system. There's a system around what I'm doing. And I create a routine out of it. And because of that, because I'm disciplined in that, I'm able to get to the finish line. And I feel that way with our goals. We have to have a specific training. We have to have a specific system we're working through or a plan, but we need to create routines or habits around what we're aiming for. And so throughout this time of planning and dreaming and goal setting and really going after some specific really big goals and actually getting to the finish line of them, I've come up with different systems and routines that work for me. 
And I wanted to share three that I really recommend you starting because they've made such an impact in my life. And the first one is creating a morning routine. All y'all night owls out there are like, yep, no, I don't do morning routines. I get up when I have to, five times after I click snooze, (laughs) right? But the reason behind a morning routine, here's the why. Because it sets your day up right. If you have a routine, whether it's one or two or three things that you do a day, it doesn't have to be a big five-hour routine. It can be a 10-minute routine. But it's to set your day up right. It's to get you in the mindset of being productive and intentional. It's to set you up to say, okay, this is the most important thing I need to do today. Okay? So that's what the routine is for. Maybe in the routine you're working through, you want to have a quiet time with the Lord. You want to journal. You want to work out. You Part of the routine might be getting your kids ready for school. Uh, it could be just taking a hot shower. You know, uh, it, routines, everyone's routine is going to look different. It's individual to you and what you need. Um, but what I think should be included is definitely a few minutes of quiet time, whether that's journaling or praying or reading the word. I highly recommend reading the word and setting your mind right for the day. But just a few minutes of that. And then the other main thing I think should be included, actually I really know it should be included, is writing down the most important thing for the day. Like looking at your planner, setting yourself up right to know what are the things you have on your plate, what do you need to do. And if you have too much on your plate, if it feels that way, make sure to give it to God. Give him your to-do list. We've talked about that before. And say, I need you to help me with this because I'm not sure how I'm going to get it all done. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to get everywhere I need to go. So that's, that's the main thing that should be included. Now, in my morning routine, I have that quiet time. And I do read the word and pray and journal when I can. I also do some writing. So that's where I write um, outlines for my podcast, when I come up with different ideas, when I write my books or emails to you guys or whatever it is that I'm doing. I focus on that time because that's it's quiet. I'm focused. I'm not distracted. Nobody's up. And after I get the kids ready for gymnastics or school or whatever's going on, then I get to go run. So I do incorporate working out in my day because it gives me the energy and the fuel that I need to get through the day. It's definitely my time. That's where I consider me time. That's my um, favorite self-care, if you will. Um, And that's really how I set my day up. But you need to set it up the way that it will work for you. If that's just getting up to have a cup of coffee before the kids get up so you can just clear your mind, you only need five to ten minutes to do that. No big deal. So how early do you need to get up? You need to get up as early as it takes you to do the one or two activities that you're planning in your morning routine. So I recommend getting up just a few minutes early, and then you can add to it if you want. I, I prefer to get up quite early because I get a lot done in that time, and I can go to bed early. You might not be in a season where you can go to bed early. So don't think that you have to get up at 4.30 a.m. every day in order to have a morning routine. No, that's not the case. Okay, but think about how early do you need to get up? 
Uh, I recommend also going back and listening to episode 137 with Kaysen Schultz if you want to learn more about creating a simple morning routine that will work for you. Even if you're not morning people, I promise you what we talk about will work for you. And we talk about taking it slow and not going big or go to, you know, go big or go home, not doing that. Okay. So go listen to that. Create a morning routine for yourself if you don't have one. The second system or routine that I recommend is having that weekly meeting with yourself. I know I talk about this all the time, but it is so important to organize your thoughts, organize your schedule, and anything else that you need to do to have a solid week, to have that weekly plan. And so what does this look like? It looks like sitting down with yourself, with your schedule. If you have a paper planner, writing everything into your paper planner that needs to happen for the next week. Um, It might look like time blocking if you're one who likes to do that. But it's planning out that week. What chunks do you have? What chunks do you have to work? What chunks do you have for your morning routine? What chunks do you have for me time? What chunks do you have to spend time as a family, right? Plan it all out. Put every single appointment in there that you have. And honestly, if you want to get your workout in, create an appointment for it, okay? Write it down. At 7 a.m., I'm going to go run. At 8 a.m., I'm going to do a little Pilates. 10 minutes, right? But if you put it in there as an appointment, you're going to be more motivated to do it because you see it. And and I've done that. I do that with my training for marathons when I do um, specific, I haven't trained for a marathon in a while. I guess I went, I did Boston too um, in the fall of last year, but I feel like I haven't trained much for marathons in the last few years because of all the shutdowns and things. But when I do, I schedule my training as an appointment. Now, do I have to be flexible? Oh yeah, I have to be flexible. But at least I can see, okay, I do have time for that. This is where I can put it. And that's what's important about planning out your week. Same thing with meal planning. If you want to save on your budget because inflation is like crazy right now, um, I recommend meal planning. I don't plan breakfast or lunch because breakfast is super simple. I'm going to tell you, I do not make eggs and ham and French toast and oatmeal. I don't do that for my kids. They get up, they have a bowl of cereal, and they like it. So most of the time I try to get them as healthy as possible, but I don't care in the mornings. They just need to have some food and go. So that's what they do. They take care of themselves. They pack their own lunches. Well, I pack my little ones, but sometimes he packs his own. And my middle or my oldest who's home, he makes his own lunch. So I just try and make sure I have food in here for him. But he and I eat at different times. We just eat as we can while he's doing his school, while I'm working. But I do meal plan dinners. And this is so that I can keep on track and make sure that we are health, having healthy meals. I plan them in bulk as well. So a lot of times I'll make a meal and I'll double it and I'll either freeze half or we'll have it as leftovers. And usually, even if I freeze half, we still have leftovers, which is great because then my husband just takes um, leftovers to work for lunch and we save on him eating out. And same here, I can just use leftovers for lunch. I don't mind eating leftovers. My boys don't like it so much, but then I only have to cook three to four times a week and we have what we need for the week because we have two leftover days. If you are a family that's able to do that, I highly recommend it. So I do those on my busier days where I'm like, oh, I'm going to be working way too much. I can't stop what I'm doing to go make food or whatever it is. Um, And so with the meal planning, then I plan my groceries. So usually I plan them for pickup. 
because that's just way easier. So once I know what I need, I go online and I order and I can see exactly what I'm ordering, exactly how much it's costing. And I feel like that helps me um, be diligent about saving money because when I'm in the store wandering the aisles, I'll just throw things in the cart without even thinking about it. And then I get to the checkout and I'm like, oh my goodness, I spent $100 more than I had planned, right? It happens all the time. So I, in the weekly meeting, I do grocery planning. And then the other thing is just whatever else you find that you need to plan in order to have peace in the week, in order to create the atmosphere you want in your home. And um, so when I plan my week, I plan out my schedule and everyone's appointments. I, I know where everyone's going and who's going to take whom. So we also do like a, my husband and I, Josh and I do a, a meeting together so that we can go, okay, I'm picking up on this time. You're dropping off here and we can kind of get a plan going on where, who is going to be the Uber driver for the day. And then I meal plan and I have it written on the fridge. So when the boys ask what's for dinner, I'm just, I don't even answer. I just say go to the fridge because they should know by now it's on the fridge. So that helps me out. And then grocery planning. And that's essentially what I do. That's my weekly meeting with myself. So I highly recommend figuring out what kind of a weekly meeting you need. The third system I use is a task management system. And this is a tool that helps you organize your work, home life, goals, whatever it is. Um, it's an online system I use. I use one called Asana, and I love it. I am somewhat ADD in the brain. I write things down. What I've found is I write these long lists of things to do. I don't get them all done. Sometimes I cross them out but then the list becomes messy. So I have to rewrite it all and then I add to it. And it's just like this never ending unorganized system. And so when I was introduced to a project management system like this, I realized I can set things to reoccur. So I don't have to think about it. It can be out of my brain. It'll just come in my to-do list that day when it's assigned to me. And I do that with even meal planning and having my weekly meeting. It's just a reminder like, oh yeah, I have to do that today. And, um, it helps me. I use it for work. I use it for those kinds of reoccurring tasks, like the weekly meeting. I use it to help me with my goals to see what I need to do. Like as I'm writing a book, it helps me. I can write down all the different tasks, like write chapter one or outline chapter one or ask if somebody wants to be on the launch team or whatever it is that I need to do for that book. Um, and there's so many different uh, management systems like this that you can choose from. There's Notion, which is more of like a writing kind of creative one. ClickUp, Mondays, Trello, MindMeister, Asana like I use. I mean, I'm sure there's more and more and more and more of them. But I love it because you can really organize your time. You can create different projects, different um, columns, different tasks. And it's a great way to stay on track. So that has changed my life. <laughs> I still use my phone calendar because we have an app that all our family can share. We all have our own colors so we can see everything that's going on within our family for the week. And I still use, I actually also use Google Calendar. Um, I feel like I have so many different places, but Google Calendar is where any of my work appointments go, um, any podcast interviews, any coaching calls, things like that. When they're scheduled, they automatically go on my Google Calendar. And I will transfer to my family calendar as well so I can see it in my family calendar. But that helps me because I have automatic booking systems. So someone gets a link and they can book the call 
with me. And that goes into the Google Calendar, which alerts that my booking system not to let anyone else schedule at the time. So that works. But then I also have my paper planner where I do my time blocking. So I can kind of see, okay, I have this chunk of time to work today. I have this chunk of time for my morning routine and this chunk of time to um, do my own work, like podcasting and writing or just have some quiet time or whatever it is. And then I can kind of fill in from there. And in that calendar, I will write down any scheduled live events that I have or appointments uh, so I can kind of see what I have going on. So that's why I like a project management system as well. So a lot of those things end up in there and then I can go look at my to-do list on there. So hopefully that makes sense for you. Um, but I do recommend going and looking to find something like that because you can do that for cleaning projects. Like, Or if you're decluttering, you can have a tasks for, okay, I'm going to, my due date for getting the kitchen decluttered is um, May 15th or whatever. And you can just kind of keep yourself on track. Okay. And then in there I can say, okay, I need to clean out my pantry. Okay. I need to uh, wash all the windows. Okay. I need to do, so it's great for like spring cleaning. It's great for uh, having a system for cleaning your house every week, whatever it is that you need to keep track of. It can be an all-in-one there. So that is my third system and routine that I think um, would help you organize your work and home life and goals. The three things you need to implement to get organized and find time to work on your goal and remain present for your family are creating a morning routine, having a weekly meeting with yourself, and using a project management system. Again, the project management system, I like the one I use online because it's an app on my phone, it's an app on my desktop, but maybe your project management system is something with paper and that's totally fine. You just have to know what works for you and make it work as a system. Now, if you need help implementing any of these or creating a solid plan for your goals, then book a coaching call with me. We'll map out your intentional purpose plan together and it's gonna be a great time. We're gonna figure out how do I make my goals work in the season I'm in? And how do I create a plan around them? A simple plan that's going to work, that's going to take me to the finish line, that's going to help me create these routines and systems and get rid of the distractions so I can really make an impact. That's what we do. So if you want to book a call with me, head to redhotmindset.com forward slash coaching. Again, that's redhotmindset.com forward slash coaching. We will craft your intentional purpose plan together. That's all I have for you today. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes as it's one of the biggest compliments you could give me. If you have any friends or family whom you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to share it with them. Also, if you're not a part of our free Simplicity and Motherhood online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your giftings, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.